0: Hello and welcome to FinTech Bytes, a podcast series from CMS, in which we will discuss and provide insight into some of the latest technology and regulatory developments, market trends, and issues affecting FinTech and innovation in financial services. Hi, I'm Vanessa Whitman, a partner in the Finance and FinTech Disputes team at CMS. In today's episode, I'm talking to Liliana Resor, founder and CEO of Superfin about how decentralized finance is impacting the future of financial services, how the digital asset space has changed during the pandemic and what the long-term impacts of these develop- developments will be for the fintech ecosystem. Thanks for joining us today, Liliana. Hi, thank you for having me. Firstly, perhaps you could tell us a bit about Superfin and how you founded the company.
1: Yes, so Superfin is a wealth tech platform access through an app for cryptocurrencies. The platform helps people invest in diversified portfolios of cryptocurrencies at a click of a button and based on their risk preferences. It was important to establish Suprafin to help people invest in cryptocurrencies in a smart way. This is because cryptocurrencies are complex to analyze, And there are more than 3,000 cryptocurrencies that trade in many crypto exchanges. And also, the cryptocurrencies market is a relatively new market. Then the market, because of that, the market volatility, which is known as the market risk, is quite high. Hence, I realized people needed to have a platform with the right investment and risk models that deal with the complexity of cryptocurrencies, to create a diversified portfolio of cryptocurrencies and that cater to the clients' risk preferences because not everyone has the same tolerance for risk. The impact of the Superfin platform is that because we leverage technology, people can create a diversified portfolio of cryptocurrencies by using an app and by investing from as little as 300 pounds. So it brings financial inclusion because now with the Suprafin app, everyone will be able to invest uh, in cryptocurrencies through the Suprafin platform.
0: Excellent. And with so many new developments in fintech and almost a new story um, about the digital asset space in the news every day, what is it that you're feeling positive about now and for the future? I'm feeling very
1: positive about the performance of the recommended portfolios for the Suprafin platform. In 2020, the three portfolios the platform recommends, which are uh, a low risk, a medium risk, and a higher risk portfolio, had an excellent excellent performance. Uh, The 2020 annual returns for the lower risk, the medium risk, and the higher risk crypto portfolios were 97%, 178%, and 329%, respectively. Also, during the market downturn in March uh, 12, 2020, due to the lockdown of the US, the three portfolios did extremely well versus, for example, just having invested in one cryptocurrency like like, uh, Bitcoin. And this is because the portfolios benefit from diversification and are constructed so that, on average, in market downturns, they do relatively well. I also feel very positive about uh, UK private well managers having approached Suprafin for B2B and B2C solutions. Um, For the future, I feel positive that now Suprafin will be launching in the US. We are targeting this August for the launch of the Suprafin app in the US. The US is the largest market for B2C fintech companies and for cryptocurrencies in the Western world.
0: That sounds so exciting. I'm really pleased that things are going so well um, for Superfin. Um, and it sounds like it's all going in the right direction. But what impact, if any, has the pandemic had on Superfin and on the crypto market more generally? Um, and what differences do you think that this has made in terms of innovation?
1: The pandemic, and consequently the lockdown in response to it, has accelerated the digitization of the finance industry. It has made people rely more heavily in fintech companies that offer access to financial services through apps or web solutions, like the Superfin platform. It has also made people explore investing in alternative investments, like cryptocurrencies. Not only because people were spending so much time in their computers during lockdown, but also because some cryptocurrencies uh, are not fundamentally correlated with the economy the way equities or fixed income securities are. Hence, these cryptocurrencies could provide some hedge against economic downturns. Hence, this is is positive. This was positive for the Suprafin platform because not only Superfin offers a fintech, it's a fintech company, but also it focuses 100% in cryptocurrencies.
0: Thanks, Liliana. Now, Superfin's strapline is uh, powering financial inclusion, which I really love. Um, And DeFi or decentralized finance is something that we're hearing more and more about. Um, And one claim that I often read about DeFi is that it opens up the possibility of all types of financial products to anyone anywhere in the world with access to just a smartphone and Internet connection. So do do you or does Suprafin see DeFi as a powerful tool for financial inclusion? Or do you think that the decentralized nature uh, presents a risk to those that it's seeking to include?
1: Well, Suprafin brings financial inclusion in a smart way by trying to reduce the risks typically associated with any new markets so that the masses can also benefit from uh, this new market of cryptocurrencies. Uh, Each decentralized finance product has an associated cryptocurrency, uh, probably that is trading in some cryptocurrency exchange. And as such, it's Superfin's job to assess them using our risk models and select the ones that will survive and also assign them a risk investment score to them and, and all of them have different risks. So they, and there are all kinds of DeFi or the centralized uh, finance solutions. The first one being Bitcoin with its respective blockchain. And then after hundreds of similar cryptocurrencies and blockchains were created all aiming to be an improvement to Bitcoin. Thereafter, we saw the creation of a lot of uh, uh, other DeFi solutions like crypto lending, uh, decentralized solutions, and some decentralized crypto exchanges. So while financial inclusion could be an overall theme for DeFi, they all have many risks that need to be considered. Uh, And, for example, also some DeFi are controlled by some people, so they are not necessarily 100% decentralized either. So financial exclusion is great, but we also need to be cognizant of the other risks that they might
0: have. And um, as you know, Liliana, our Lead HERS uh, initiative was established in response to the findings of the Rose Review to support female founders, particularly as they're going through the fundraising process. Can I ask you what your experience has been of fundraising um, and what are the various routes that you've taken when seeking funding?
1: Uh, fundraising is harder than what I expected, um, and I learned that for smart fintech solutions like the Suprafin platform, it's best to seek annual investors from the finance industry because they understand complexity. Obviously, not every finance professional likes to invest in startups, and so one needs to find the ones that do like to invest in startups. And also, they, um, they need to like your particular subsegment Uh, within fintech. In this case, for Ciprofin, it's uh, uh, not just a wealth-tech platform, but also cryptocurrencies. Uh, Hence, a lot of my angel investors, although not not all of them, uh, have backgrounds in technology solutions for derivatives, payments, technology investment banking, uh, and investment management. Uh, I have some few angels that actually approach me and that come from technology entrepreneurship background. Uh, mainly because I was uh, speaking at so many crypto blockchain fintech events that uh, they thought I will be uh, the company they would like to partner in this area that they, they really like, which was blockchain and digital assets. Uh, but that's not, uh, I think that's kind of rare. Uh, but with fundraising, I think where sometimes at the beginning, you start with one idea, uh, who will be your investors, and you... Later on, as you meet more and more people, you end up um, improving your know-how of who truly could be your investor.
0: So what would be your top tip to startups, um, perhaps specifically fintechs, uh, looking for funding? Well, first you need to tap into your network and don't disregard
1: anyone because only by tapping into your network, you will then uh, understand better uh, what are the right pockets within your network or even within a sector within fintech uh, that could potentially be your your investors. And also you need to speak a, a a lot of events to get visibility because if you get visibility, then you have a greater likelihood that someone, some of these investors will
0: approach you. So visibility is key. Yes. Um you've seen a lot of change in the finance and fintech sectors uh, during your career to date what changes do you think are coming in the fintech or finance space in the next 12 to 18 months
1: um i believe we will see a larger adoption of cryptocurrencies and more financial institutions getting involved in crypto overall and also and, and also, financial institutions uh, getting more interested in fintech or becoming a bit more like fintech um,
0: and as well as in cryptocurrencies. I think I'd, I'd completely agree with that. I think the future is um, certainly going to be heavily uh, crypto and fintech based. Um, so watch this space. <laughs> and where do you see SuperFin in 10 years time?
1: In ten, in 10 years time, I see Suprafin as a global, a truly global company with operations in the US, India, UK, other parts of Europe, Asia, eh, like in Japan, Singapore, Hong Kong, South Korea, and in South America. Suprafin by that time will be a global company, not only for business to consumer, so that's retail, but also for B2B, B2B2C solutions, so a solution for other fintechs
0: and financial institutions. I'm really excited to see where um, Superfin goes and I I can only hope that I won't have to beg you for your autograph uh, when you (laughs) achieve that world domination. (laughs) (laughs) So what changes do you see? um, Have you seen in investment banking and fund management? um, Do you see transferring into the world of Bitcoin and other digital assets?
1: Uh, Over time, I see investment banking and fund management becoming more digitized through fintech solutions and embracing more and more digital assets. It's interesting that some of these digital assets are from DeFi. They are DeFi companies that are supposed to bring financial disintermediation. So in the future, I believe we will see some convergence between DeFi, fintech, and the uh, old-fashioned financial institutions.
0: So rather than, as my question predicated, having these kind of two distinct areas of kind of traditional investment banking and fund management versus, you know, the new world of digital assets, you think that they're going to kind of come together and merge as one?
1: Well, merge into many institutions that are kind of a hybrid, you know, so where the old fashioned financial institutions that were not relying too much in technology. They will start to rely more and more and more. They will utilize blockchain. They will start to analyze these DeFi solutions. And the DeFi solutions, they do lack things, like from finance, some of them are too simplistic. They will start to try to incorporate some of of the the good processes or things that come from from investment management and investment banking. So both of them will learn from each other. And obviously, we also have fintech, so fintech uh, which will also add add to the DeFi and to the old-fashioned financial institutions, and they will merge, I don't want to say into one, into into a model that incorporates a bit of, of, of that, but there will be many of these these
0: companies. Thank you, Liliana. It's been brilliant hearing about your um, views on the industry uh, and the direction of travel. Thank you to Liliana from superfin for joining us today. If you would like more information on superfin then you can find out more at superfin.io. We hope you've enjoyed our interview with Liliana from Superfin. If you want any further details around this topic or any of the points we've discussed specifically in this podcast, then you can contact me and the contact details are linked below. We also frequently publish thought leadership on this area. You can also visit our FinTech webpage and Twitter page, which is linked below. Thanks for listening and take care.